Merkel Media. Hey everyone, before we get into this show, we are going to Washington. I just want to remind you, next week, this coming week, I am going to Washington to shoot our next film all about hunting Bigfoot. And while we're out there, we're going to do an advanced screening of our next film, The Shape of Shadows, at Battleground Cinema on Thursday, April 6th at 6.30 p.m. And after the Shape of Shadows advanced screening, we're going to do a town hall where people can share their Bigfoot experiences from the area. And then we're going to do a Q&A with Wes Germer, myself, and the team from the Shape of Shadows. You can ask any question you want, and hopefully we have answers for you. If you're in that area and you want to come on out to the theater and have a good time with us for a few hours, check out the link below in the description, theshapeofshadows.com, theshapeofshadows.com. Go ahead and get your tickets, and we will see you there. All right, let's get to this week's show. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long, bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves, he's got a spear in one hand and he's running really fast and spears Dan and holds him up like this. Somebody yells, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. yep. Welcome to the show, everybody listening to The Confessionals. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's contact at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section. You can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me. Just get a hold of me. All right, here we go. Another members episode. <sighs> we have Mary Joyce coming on the show. Listen, Mary Joyce is somebody I wanted to talk to for a long time. And here she is finally talking to me about little people, Bigfoot, UFO, alien, government cover-ups, deep underground military bases. What didn't we cover? I don't know. But Mary Joyce is a wealth of information. And she lives on the other side of the mountain from me in North Carolina. And we finally got her on this show today. So let's get to Mary Joyce and all her experiences covering different topics right now. Okay, today we have Mary Joyce on the show. Mary, how are you? I'm doing real well. I hope you are. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. We have author extraordinaire, and uh, I, I am really glad that you're here, and I'm really glad to be able to talk with you. Uh, you're somebody that have, has come across my radar years ago, actually. And it wasn't until I moved to Tennessee 
and I, I stare at the Smoky Mountains from my house every day that I started thinking, you know, I hear these little people up in these mountains and these legends of little people and who can I talk to about it? And then your name was the first one to pop up in my head. And uh, I, I wanted to have you on the show. So I'm really glad you're here. Um, now, you are somebody who... So like for me, uh, growing up, I, I'm 37 now. When I was a kid, I was into these kind of topics. I was very interested in the idea of Bigfoot and werewolves and all that stuff. And as I got older, I kind of got away from it. In my mid-20s, I kind of got back into it. Uh, this is th These topics, uh, these, these obscure topics, UFOs and little people and things like that, um, this is not something that was like a lifelong pursuit of yours, right? If I understand correctly, this is something that kind of developed later on. Yeah, I've, I've been in the corporate world and worked for major newspapers. And uh, what began to change was in Florida. I lived right on the beach near Patrick Air Force Base and the Kennedy Space Center. Got to meet an astronaut and a few other people from NASA. Uh, saw UFOs. And all of that began to trigger my interest in this. And then when I moved to North Carolina, I had no idea. But I moved into a hotbed of activity. Um, lots of UFOs over a town called Cashers, uh, which is spelled like a cashier at the grocery store. And it's a mountaintop town, small one. And there's been, there continue to be UFOs over that. So that's how the website started, which is skyshipsovercashers.com. And from there, we found out there's all sorts of stuff around here. We have uh, little people in Bigfoot and underground bases and, of course, the UFOs. And we go off in other directions, too. Yeah, I I love all those directions, by the way. Uh, and uh, so let me ask you this, though. So when you were in Florida, you met some astronauts and stuff. You kind of glossed over that. Did they say something to you that made you feel like, uh, you know, the world's a little stranger than what they give off? The best story I had from living on the beach with the NASA people is I got to meet Clark McClellan, who was an trained as an astronaut, but he mostly worked at Mission Control because he was also an engineer. So if they had a problem out in space, he knew how to be an astronaut and an engineer, and his job was to kind of solve problems. And his best story in my, well, one of his best stories was he was monitoring all these screens. And... There was one on the open pit, oh, what do you want to call it? The open bay of the space shuttle. And there was a very tall alien in a spacesuit who was about nine feet tall and two human astronauts all talking together out there. And he watched that and he couldn't keep his mouth shut. NASA didn't want everybody to know this kind of thing. And he ultimately lost his job and his pension and everything simply because he thought the public had a right to know some of this. Wow. You know, it, it's funny you say this because uh, just this past weekend, I got done recording my voiceover work. I, I'm, an, I'm a narrator on a documentary coming out, and it's all about NASA and what they actually know and what they don't tell the public. And so the fact, the fact that you say that is just like kind of synchronistic, you know? Uh, but so you move. You, are you familiar with uh, Bill or William Tompkins? Uh, Tompkins is the last name. He worked at the highest levels of NASA, worked directly for uh, Von Braun, and he, had, he, he died just a short time ago as a very old man, um, but he talked about ETs working at, astronaut, uh, working at NASA and that they would provide information, and you're probably not old enough to remember the early days of the space program. It developed really quickly. Well, part of that reason was because we were getting help from ETs. 
And these ETs were well packaged. They looked like beautiful human women and they were hired as secretaries, but they knew whenever there was a problem, they had the solutions for it. And uh, he had quite a life. So if you want to explore something, that's a good one to explore. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, one thing that, that drives me crazy is how often somebody will say somebody's name to me and say, you should look into this person and they had just passed away. I'm like, dang it. I, th- th- these are people that I would like to talk to, <laughs> you know? Uh, right. But uh, <laughs> I, I kind of fall behind, I guess. I don't know. But um, so so you moved to, to North Carolina and you run into a, a hot spot and uh, that's kind of like the introduction of, I guess, the 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 new stage of life for you. And uh, you start when you say hotspot. Do you mean like a UFO hotspot? It's a hotspot for many reasons. We continue to see UFOs, and the website started in 2008. That's a pretty long time to consistently be se- being seen uh, UFOs. Uh, but when I say hotspot, I'm including Bigfoot. I'm including little people. I'm including underground bases. These are sub topics that you don't find just anywhere. Yes. Well, you know what? We're going to get into it right now then because uh the I I I've done shows on on uh underground bases. I theorize that I know that Pennsylvania where I just came from has one that's called Raven Rock, but I do think that there's a second one in the Allegheny National Forest that's kind of secretive and I just talked to a woman uh I'd say about 3 weeks ago her and her husband lived in Newport, Tennessee, and that is in the mountains. And uh, they had Bigfoot. They moved from Virginia to Tennessee. It's actually directly north of where I am, if I remember right. It's like in the very eastern part of Tennessee. Yes. Yes. Right? Yep. Newport. Mm-hmm. Wow. So this might actually hit home then because uh, her and her husband moved from Virginia to Tennessee. They wanted to be here forever. They loved it. When they showed up seven years ago, uh, almost I- immediately, they started getting harassed by these creatures, and it kept on going on and on until just December thirty first this past year. So two months ago, they sold their house for less than what they bought it for seven years ago, and they moved ten hours north to Indiana. And they and I, I talked. She reached out to me just after they moved away, and uh, she didn't know who I was. She was told to talk to me, and um, we we had a good conversation and stuff, but. Uh, the reason why they left is because of all the activity. But one of the things that they, because her husband was on with me as well, so it was the two of them. Um, one of the things that he uh, that he was talking about, and she was talking about, was how there was like this vehicle that popped up in the woods, almost seemingly out of nowhere, and it was blacked out, uh, and it it was like governmental type thing. And she and they were like, we don't know where that came from. It just kind of showed up, and I and and. Um, I think I did theorize on the the episode that uh, that that there was some kind of uh, entrance somewhere out there for a base or something, but I didn't know. And so here you are saying, yeah, definitely underground bases, and and it makes sense because it's such a huge area. Well, not only that, a lot of the work's already been done by Mother Nature because it's there's a lot of caverns and caves underneath the the, the mountains, and so those can easily be expanded on. So that would certainly be one. In fact, caves attract the Bigfoot and they attract the little people and they attract the people who want to build underground bases. So uh, caves are like a magnet. It's a trifecta. Uh, so how do- I've, found, I've done research and found five here in Western North Carolina. Five underground bases? 
Mm-hmm. Wow. And, they, and from everything we've been able to piece together, they're connected by underground tunnels. And I don't know if you know anything about the, um, the boring machines that are used for, you know, digging tunnels. And yes. I'm talking big tunnels, bigger than a, I mean, a train could easily go through them with plenty of, plenty of space left over. And these things sort of like just melt the rock as they go through it. And they can make, um, oh, maybe seven miles a day with these machines. And what's interesting, I'll give you one example. We had uh, people living on a ridge between one base that we know about and another one. And the rumbling and the grinding and all that only lasted for a short period of time. So it was while the tunnel was being done. So um, yeah, heaven only knows the things that are beneath our feet. This was a preview of today's member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to the confessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button and become a member today.